Hey, I'm Kelby, and I love cartoons. If you're anything like me, cartoons and animation provide a well-needed escape from the stresses of the real world. So come join me in this little corner of the world that I've created for myself and for you, too. We all like cartoons here. Welcome to Kelby's Cartoon Corner. This week, we're escaping into the world of Kim Possible, a teenaged spy, I guess is what you would call her. Uh, this show was on Disney Channel in the early 2000s. This episode is also a little bit different because I have a guest with me. Uh, okay, full full disclaimer. We talk... First of all, this episode is very long. We talk about Kim Possible for the first maybe half hour, and then we quickly devolve into talking about Scooby-Doo, and then we talk about Friends, and then we talk about, uh, then, like, uh, Madison comes in at the end, and we talk about Girl Scouts for a while. Like, it's very fun, but just full disclaimer, we don't talk about Kim Possible for the entirety of this episode, so if that's what you're here for, uh, like I said, maybe 30 minutes in, we stop talking about- we come- we- we keep- We'll get distracted, and then we'll come back, and we'll say something relevant to Kim Possible, but we don't continuously talk about Kim Possible for the entire time. So, full disclaimer, wanted to give you that up top. Also, the audio for this is a little bit wonky, and it's one of those things where I hear it, I don't know if anybody else can hear it, I hope you can hear it, honestly, in this episode, because it is big wonky, but it's... It's very echoey. I'm aware that it's echoey. It's because we recorded it in the living room and not in my bedroom. I thought I had enough soundproofing blankets and stuff hanging from the ceiling, but apparently I didn't. So just, I know that it's wonky. I understand if you can't make it through it, but just like, try to stick it out because this episode is really fun and I really liked having Kara with me. So just, I, all that is said up top. Uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. Enjoy us talking about Kim Possible. <laughs> Hey everybody, this week uh, we're here to talk about Kim Possible, and I've got a new friend with me, not Madison. This is Kara. Hi. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Who um, are you? I'm currently a college student. I'm in my second semester of my sophomore year at the University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana, studying um, basically film and social media, and I work at a daycare. Fun, fun. Ooh. Formerly at Cracker Barrel. Oh gosh, you don't talk about that. I love the food at Cracker Barrel. I know no, you hated it's, it. It's gross. I know you hated it, but I like I like their pancakes. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like when the first time we tried to do this episode was like back in like May. No, it was September because it was right before your birthday. Oh yeah, and because you said I'd love to be on an episode, and I was like, well, here's my list of things that I'm covering. Which show do you want to talk about? And you were like, let's do Kim Possible. So here we are. Yes. Like eight months later. Mm -hmm. Better late than never. <laughs> right. That's true. So I asked you before we started recording, like how far you watched, and I feel like you, like how many episodes do you think that you watched? Because I definitely only watched like ten. Yeah, I'd say somewhere between like. Five and ten. Okay, great, cool. So we're about at the same <laughs> level of like. Okay, so how old were you when Kim Possible was? Because there's like a big age gap between us. Yes, like five and a half years. It started so. when 2002. Mm -hmm. I was two. Okay, so. And then I was seven when it ended. <laughs> so I would have been seven when it started, and then so I was like definitely in the target demographic mm -hmm. of the show when it was on. It's one of the only shows that I really remember, like, an animated show that features, like, a female protagonist that was really geared towards girls. Yeah. Like, I... So many people that I know that watch this show are girls, and so many people that didn't watch the show are guys who are like, I didn't care because the, it was a girl that was the main character, yeah. so I didn't care. Unlike all the other... <laughs> right. 
They're like, I have all these other options. Yeah. But on, like, I remembered the show... I keep saying this every episode that I record. I say that I don't remember... Like, I remember the show being completely different than what it actually was. Like, I do not remember... I remembered Ron being so completely incompetent in everything that he did. But he was such a good, like... I don't want to say sidekick, but, like, partner for Kim on their missions. Like, yeah, there were a lot of times where he was kind of, like, the problem. And, like, he would be in the way of trying to get stuff done. But he wasn't as incompetent as I remember him being. I feel like Rufus helped more than Ron did Honestly, yeah. That's a mood. (laughs) We love Rufus. I love Rufus. Uh, okay, I... I have, like, zero thoughts. Like, head empty, zero thoughts about Kim Possible because I didn't take any notes. So... Oops. Do you have thoughts? <laughs> um, no, just that I freaking love Rufus and Shigo. Honestly, I wanted to be Shigo more than I wanted to be Kim Possible. Oh, I'm, see, I'm the exact opposite. Really? Yeah, I love Kim. Like, I love her too, but I was like, Shigo, just, I don't know, something about her. Love mm-hmm. her. I love, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I like Shigo, but like, I don't know, I always really wanted to be Kim. I also, I forgot that she had brothers. Yeah, the like, little twin brothers. Yeah, like I knew geniuses. that they were... Do they become, like, superheroes at the end? That's another thing, okay? I didn't remember. For some reason, I thought that her being a superhero or, like, a spy or whatever was, like, a secret or something, but it's not. Yeah. Like, everybody I, like everybody just knows who she is, and they know that she saves the world. And, and her parents, like, too. They're like, oh, you're just, like, right, went you're just to like, Tokyo and fought all these bad people. Right. Okay. She can't even drive. Just and, be home before 10. Right. <laughs> Absolutely, go save the world from this, like, evil dude. But, like, just be home before 10. That's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Because when I watched the movie, the animated one, not the live-action one, mm-hmm. um, they were like, you're late. And then the news pops on about her, like, fighting the uh. bad guys. And they're like, oh, okay, you're fine. <laughs> she was like... Like, you know I go save the world. What makes you think that I would just be, like, out doing, like, regular kid stuff? I don't have time for that. And I love that the popular girl still bullies her. I don't remember her name. I can't remember it. Mm. Camille? No, that might be her friend's name. Camille. Anyway. I think still, Camille is her friend's name, yeah. She still bullies her, even though she <laughs> literally goes off and saves the world. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, sitting in your room, watching TV. Trying to, like, come up with a new cheer yeah. routine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Another thing that, like... Okay, so I watched two episodes back-to-back that had, like, really, really good guest... Uh, voices. Mm-hmm. One was, uh, there's an episode where Ron becomes, I think he's like the fearsome ferret or something. I don't know. I remember that one. Okay. And, I didn't watch it, but I remember it. Okay, Adam West is the voice of the fearsome ferret. Like, as soon as he answered the door, I was like, who is that? And then I kept thinking, and I was like, I, I was like, he's the mayor and family guy. And then I was like, Adam West, R.I.P. I, I just learned that the guy who plays Ron was in Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, it's Eric from Boy Meets World. I would like, I, okay, so I started watching the show, like, probably back in, like, August, like, before we were originally gonna start re- mm-hmm. recording this episode, and I was like, who the heck is Ron's voice? And I googled it, and then I started watching it, like, this last week to try to, like, refresh my memory, and I again, was like, who is Ron's voice? And I just, like, pulled up, like, Google and Google was like, is this what you want? Is this, like, his voice? Because you've already Googled this. Like, this is who it is. And I was like, oh, okay, great, thanks. But then the next episode after the episode with Adam West is an episode where they get the exchange student from Japan 
and he's like super hot and all the girls fall in love with him except for like him and her best friend they're like what the heck he's just like okay he's pretty but like what <laughs> what's the deal and Ron is the exchange student from their school that gets shipped to the school in Japan and when he's at that school the uh what's his name his name is like master sensei which like is a redundant name but that's fine his voice actor i don't know his name but he plays the guard of the earthbending prison in avatar the last airbender like he's a really famous i've never seen any avatar kara oh my gosh i've never oh it's so good oh no it's so good but i feel like you you would like cora Probably. She's a very strong female lead. Like I feel like a Shigo you, type. Yeah, I feel like you would like her a lot. But you have to see Avatar to get the context for Korra. Mm-hmm. But yes, worth. I like know who she is, but like I don't know. Who Bro, she is. I we watched Korra, and I have since become like so immensely obsessed. Like I have, I bought comics. I have like we're like getting Funko Pops, like all the things. I'm just, I'm so ready. Okay, but anyway, the voice actor for Master Sensei is that guy who, like, again, don't know his, like, actual name, but he's, like, a famous voice actor. And then there's a kid that is, like, in this school, and he's voiced by Dante Bosco. Oh, okay. And, like, uh. Like, the more things that I watch that, like, Dante Bosco is just randomly in, I, like, realize how long he's been in the game, because he is... Like, he, he's this random character in the background of Kim Possible. He was Jake Long. He was uh, Prince Zuko. He's, like, he's done a whole bunch of stuff. And mm-hmm. I just, we stand. I always, whenever I watch something animated, I'm mm-hmm. like, I recognize this voice. I can't tell you their name, but they're from this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. and this. Um, I'm getting so much better at, like, recognizing voices of stuff. Like, it's getting real good. Especially when you have, like, a voice that's so in- instantly recognizable. Like, I immediately knew, like, again, couldn't think of his name, but, like, I immediately knew Adam West. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I know who that is. Who is that? We love yeah. that. I had, okay, I had, like, two whole thoughts about this show. And one of them was I didn't remember Ron being so, like, helpful. Mm-hmm. And then I don't, the other one is gone. I don't remember what oh, it was. No. So, oh! Got it. Okay, so at the end, when Ron and Kim finally get together, like, that gave small me, like, so much hope that, like, any kind of, like, friendship where we had, like, been to hell and back could, Mm -hmm. like, turn into something romantic. And, like, that has, like, messed me up (laughs) for the rest of my life. Incorrect. It it usually makes things more awkward. Yes, that is not, that is not how that happens. But... Okay, I didn't watch season four, but I know that season four is, like, them kind of trying to figure out how to transition from being just friends into, like, a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to see that arc happen. Yeah. I just didn't have time. Yeah, I, I know I read somewhere that, like, Disney thought it was a... That's why they took the break between three and four, mm-hmm. was Disney thought it was, like, a bad idea to continue, because they're like, well, we gave them what they wanted. They right, they wanted together. them to be together, so that's we it. We don't want to ruin it mm-hmm. by, like, continuing it and then people not being happy. So right. we're just gonna end it when they're together. Yeah. So. And then they came back, and they were like, hey, here you go. Let's make some more money. Right. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and then they did the live action, which... Have you seen it at all? <laughs> Me neither. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't want to. <laughs> There's something, like... Okay, like, name me a good live-action movie that's based on something animated. Like, you can't... 
you can go from live action to animated, but you can't go the other way. Like, it's a one-way exchange. Yeah, all the Disney movies so far that have been live action, I probably... Mine is Beauty and the Beast. The Beauty and the Beast one was the best, yeah. Unpopular opinion, like that one better than the animated. Mm -hmm. But, um... Yeah, they're usually not as good as the... Yeah, like, I still haven't seen Aladdin, but only because I'm, like, one of those people, like, I refuse to see it because, like, I love Will Smith, but I refuse to see, like, any other version of Genie except for the Robin Williams version. Like, will not. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. That's probably why I haven't watched it either. Mm -hmm. Madison went to go see the live-action Lion King in... I I mean, I guess that one wasn't technically live-action, it was, like, CG, but she went to go see that one, and she said it was pretty good, but... Beyonce. Right. But, like, yeah, I wouldn't... Like, you can't... Because there's so much stuff that you can, like, do in animation that, like, you can write it off as being, like, because cartoon. Like, having a 15-year-old that can, like, do all these, like, crazy martial arts and whatever, like, you can write that off because it's a drawing. Like, you can draw her to do... If you can think it and you can draw it, it can happen. But, like, you can't always do that with live-action stuff. And, again, name me a live-action, like adaptation of a TV show that's better than the, like, animated version. Also, it's not. they like to cast, I'm looking right now how mm-hmm. old the girl was, because they really like to cast, like, older people now to yeah. play, like, in live action stuff. Like, no, she's a teenager. Right. But it's not popping up, but, yeah. Especially when you can, like, look at the actress and tell that they're, like, in their 30s. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that you're, that you're 15. Like, there's a girl, she <laughs> looks really young, but in Riverdale or whatever, I don't mm-hmm. watch it anymore. But she plays, like, the leader of the pussy cat dolls or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, she's, like, 30-something. And I was like, what the heck? That's right. Not, why you gotta do that? It's one thing when you can, like... Oh, okay, she's 19. I mean, she's definitely older. Yeah. Than Kim Possible, but that's not horrible. She's at least in her teens. That's true. That makes it a little bit better. <laughs> that's still not great. No. But, like, that's okay. Yeah. That's... Honestly, that probably makes more sense, though, because that would be somebody who could... Like, I don't... Oh, I hit the table. Oh, no. Like, because uh, you would probably still have to have, like, stunt doubles and stuff. Because, like, Kim in the show knows, like martial arts and like all these different like self-defense tactics Mm -hmm. so i would assume that you would probably still have to have like a stunt double or something but like at least like i don't know someone who was 19 would probably be able to like do it a little bit better than somebody who was actually 15 yeah just get a very short adult there you go to do it someone very small yeah to be the (laughs) stunt double also you know what episode like it's the first episode of Kim Possible I always think of. It's the one with the guy, and there's like the sewage lake or whatever. They're at camp. Oh, and yes, he yes, like yes, turns into yes. like a frog his lizard name, dude. His name is like like a, like a fish pun or something. It's like I, I swear his name is like Finn. Oh, I think it is or something. something like that. Gil, it's Gil. Gil, Gil. there you go. Because then he falls into the like radioactive lake, and he like gets yes. That, I always think of that episode whenever yes. Can well, it's in, it's also in the like in the title sequence, like through the, it's like him in the water, like because they're at the camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's one of the first few episodes of the show. Yeah, it's like the third one. Yeah, I looked at it today, and I was like, that's only like the third episode. Yeah. Wow, I wonder what made them think of that. They're like. Kids. So early on, too. Yeah. It's very odd, but yes. Kind I do, of scarring, yeah. but entertaining. I do well. really like that episode. Mm-hmm. It's one of the ones that's, like, dark and kind of creepy. Yeah, I like his it. his voice changes. It's like, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, his voice is all, like, girdly at the end. I like it. Do you have other favorite episodes? Because you said you watched just, like, all your favorite episodes. Yeah. 
honestly, honestly, I started watching with some of my favorites, and then it would just like play to the next one, and I would watch it. <laughs> I feel like pretty much anyone with like Draken and Shigo. Yeah, I feel that. that I like. I don't really like the other villains that much. How many? I other honestly, I don't are there? remember very many other villains except for um the Scottish er, dude. I think he's Scottish. The, yeah, son. yeah, yeah. His son annoys me. <laughs> I'm like, the, oh my gosh. the the like old guy and like Junior. Oh is yeah, that Junior. That's who I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, I mix yeah. them up. I there, mix them up. There is a Scottish guy too mm-hmm. who like plays golf or yeah, something. For yeah. For some reason, I thought that that was his dad. No, it's not. <laughs> it's the old dude and yeah, his son Junior. Yeah. The Scottish dude. Yeah, I don't really remember many episodes with them. Like, I me- remember them, but mm-hmm. I don't remember... Any- like, anything happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's a mood, I feel I that. I just remember the Scottish guy played golf. Mm-hmm. And Junior was really whiny, and he wanted everything. Yeah. There's a there's another villain that, like, the only reason that I remember is because he was in one of the episodes that I just watched, like, earlier this week. Uh, he's, like, he's like a monkey or something yes, like, like a dark like a ninja. ninja monkey yeah because ron oh gosh, when he I went to the when he went to the school in japan it was like a secret ninja school yes and that was like because the, the sensei was like there's only like two people in the world that have been cursed or blessed with the like like monk jitsu or whatever it was it was like a weird form of martial arts and it was like ron and this monkey dude who like apparently we were supposed to have seen that happen but again i started watching this show back in like august so i don't remember that happening but i'm sure that i watched it wait we're supposed to like see him become a monkey or see ron get zapped with these powers because it did it does like a flashback and it like the way that it's played out makes mm-hmm. it seem like it's something that we as the audience are supposed to remember happening maybe i i somewhat remember maybe it being a curse that happened like but... it feels like something where like they were in a cave or something like again yeah. one, of those, one of those moments where ron was being more of a hindrance than a help mm-hmm. and he like touched something that he wasn't supposed to and then he got like cursed with these powers yeah i mean monkey powers there you go right and then because rufus also got the monkey powers because he was in ron's pocket when he got zapped with whatever it was because then at the end of that episode it ends up being rufus that comes to the rescue because they're like they're at this school and they're supposed to be learning how to be ninjas and whatever and rufus is like he's got it like he's meditating and he's like floating and he's like spinning all the sticks and whatever and they're supposed to like every morning they line up and they have to like snatch sushi with their chopsticks off the tray from the lunch lady and rufus gets like eight pieces of sushi and ron gets like a grain of rice (laughs) rufus is the best honestly don't super love rodent animals but like made me want to get a naked more yeah i don't even know what they look like in real life they do not look like rufus oh dang it. no they are <laughs> are they really ugly they're really oh ugly no <laughs> rufus he's so cute though like what a weird like a lot of the times in shows like the animal sidekicks mm-hmm. are like dog cat Sometimes maybe like an iguana or something. Yeah. But like, what made you think naked mole rat? Like, where did that come from? I don't know. Ron is an odd character though. He is. So yeah. He wouldn't I mean, it have fits. like a normal, yeah, animal. Yeah, it fits him. And I, I think they also wanted one like an animal that could travel with him because he's always in his pocket. Right. And like be on the missions with him mm-hmm. was probably their thought process. Yeah. Although I don't get why they wouldn't have just thought like a regular hamster. Like right. Guinea pig. <laughs> something with fur. Yeah. Not something all naked. <laughs> naked. <laughs> I do like Rufus, though. Mm-hmm. I think of, like, famous animal sidekicks, I think Rufus is probably one of my favorites. But it's also because he has, like, such a good little personality. Mm-hmm. Like, he's his own little character. Like, he's not just a pet. Yeah. Like, he also, like, kind of talks, like, little... Yeah, he does have like, his little... Yeah, yeah. Like, like he mm-hmm. says little, like, things. I don't know. I think he's cute. He is cute. 
That's adorable. Again, real live naked mole rats do not look, <laughs> do not not look like Rufus. They are not that cute. Dang it, I keep hitting the table. Mess with the sound. It will mess with the sound. That's all right. I don't know. Are there... Oh, okay. So the uh, at the, the very last episode of Kim Possible is like the prom, right? And they go... Ron and Kim go to the prom together and like they walk in together and I don't remember like everyone claps at one point and I don't remember if it's when is it in the movie? Yeah because I just watched it and like she goes with that one dude who ends up being like one of Draken's he ends up being like evil or something he's like a a, like robot cyborg thing okay and yeah he is evil and um then they fight and then they win and then they end up going to prom and yeah they're like you did it because the one girl's like oh my gosh she's dating the loser now and everyone's like (laughs) woohoo finally (laughs) we've been waiting for three seasons for this it's been 84 years (laughs) but that the kiss between ron and kim uh like constantly makes people's top 10 like most anticipated like moments in like a cartoon like run or whatever or like top 10 like animated kisses of all time it's like it's it's um kim and ron at the end of kim possible katara and ang at the end of avatar marceline and bubblegum at the end of adventure time and there's like a fourth one that like always 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 is in everybody's top 10 it's like another I didn't like, know there was a top ten animated kiss. There's thing. like like just different people who follow animation will sometimes mm-hmm. like just make their own list. Yeah. I think it's I think it might be Shira and Katra. Adora and Katra, I think, might be. Because there's like two that are like like guy girl, and then there's like two that are like LGBT. Gotcha. And I think I think those are the ones. But anyway. That, yeah, that scene, that kiss always makes people's, like, list. Because, like, yes! Because you wait the whole season. It's very fulfilling when your ship comes mm-hmm. to fruition. And I guess it is kind of nice that Disney didn't want to mess it up. Because, like, I've not necessarily animated, but I've seen watched a lot of shows mm-hmm. where, like, they get together so early and then they keep going. And so then right. they have to break them up. And, like, mm-hmm. sometimes it makes their character worse. Like, I'm a huge fan of Gilmore Girls. And Rory and Dean broke up like a million times, and then the last time they get together, it's because they're having an affair because he's married. And I'm like, mm. this made him not a good person. Right, One. that made it worse. Yeah, and that's a lot of people's arguments on, uh, like Friends too, like yeah. Ross and Rachel, like getting together and then breaking up, and then getting together and breaking up, and then they finally, and then like of course they end up together at the end because everybody's yeah. together at the end except poor Joey who doesn't get to be uh, with anyone. I'll be with Joey. Joey's my favorite. <laughs> I freaking love Joey. I like Joey. But yeah. I don't know if he's necessarily my favorite friend, but, like, I like him. <laughs> he is in the earlier season. But I also like Phoebe. I, I really like, yeah, Phoebe, yeah. I really appreciate Phoebe. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I'm one of those people that, like, prefers the earlier seasons to the later season. Yeah, like, I agree with that statement. I really like, like, seasons one and two. Mm-hmm. There's something about that aesthetic that's, like, yes, I like perfect. it. I like it a lot. Because they're so young mm-hmm. and, like still figuring everything out and then by the end it's like okay well here we are we're all married and we're having kids yeah. and like it's the end like meh yeah. I just googled Kim Possible because I don't know what else to yeah I was just looking up Wade we should talk about Wade 
Oh, yes! Oh, why did I not remember him? That's sad. I appreciate him. He's everything. He Honestly, really helps her out. He does, time. yeah. I don't see that episode where it feels like he's kind of like the third wheel sometimes because or like the friend that's like in the middle of whatever's happening between Kim and Ron mm -hmm. because in that episode that I watched where Ron became whatever that superhero was like the fearsome ferret or whatever <laughs> like uh Kim was like okay so full synopsis of this episode so Ron and Kim are like volunteering at the hospital they're called like sunshine spreaders or something and they're supposed mm -hmm. to go talk to the elderly patients kind of like candy stripers is that what they were called is that what the, yeah in real life I think they're called candy stripers yeah anyway. but they just like go around and they talk to the people who don't have family in the hospital or whatever so they are not lonely mm -hmm. and they send Ron to this old dude's house because, I don't know why, but, like, they send him to this guy's house, and they're like, hey, just, like, letting you know, literally no one else has ever been able to, like, get through to this guy. Like, they spend one day with him, and then they, like, go home crying. Mm -hmm. Like, he just does not like people. And Ron's like, I got this. And so he goes over there, and he, like, helps the dude, like, clean his house or whatever, and then at the end of the day, he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna go home. And then he finds, like, a secret switch. And so he's, like... Rufus finds it, and then he looks at him, and Ron's like, oh, we shouldn't, and then they both go, uh, and they hit that button real hard, and so they find, like, a secret layer of all this cool old, like, the costume and the car and, like, all this mm -hmm. cool stuff, and then uh, the old guy comes downstairs, and he's like, what are you doing? You shouldn't be in here, and Ron's like, what? What is this? This is so cool, and so Ron convinces him uh, to, like, let him be... Again, whatever it's mm -hmm, it's, ferret. it's ferret something, but yeah. I think it's the fearsome ferret because I think fearsome it's like double ferret. F, and he's like, let me like you can train me, and then I can carry on the legacy of like your great like superhero alter ego whatever, and so he goes around and he's like pretending to be the superhero, but then he can't tell anybody, so he can't tell Kim, so he keeps like Kim will ask him like to do something in the evening after school and he'll be like no I can't I have plans or whatever and then he'll go out and he'll pretend to be the superhero and so Kim is like what the heck is going on so she like tells right she tells Wade to like track him or something and so she gets to this like abandoned factory and she's like are you sure that this is, like, where he's supposed to be? And Wade's just like, look, you told me to do this. I don't think that what you're doing is right, but, like, I'm just here to yeah. be a friend. So, like, this is where it says that he is. Also, I don't know. he's always at his computer. Mm -hmm. Like, even when they're in school. And he's a kid. Is right. Is he just, like, is he homeschooled, maybe? I, for some reason, I imagine him being just, like, a super genius. And so he uh, is, like... He's already done. He's, like, just done with school. That, that makes sense. But I, I don't... Because yeah. I feel like maybe they explain that. I don't but I don't really know. Like, I don't remember. I do not either. If they do explain it, I don't remember a single episode where that is explicitly mm -hmm. explained. He's kind of, yeah, just a very small side character. Yeah, but I do, I do like Respect Wade. Respect for Wade. Yes. Justice for Wade. Get him out from behind that computer. <laughs> Does he even have legs? We don't know. Monique! That's Kim's best friend. Oh, so... And she's voiced by Raven Simone. Yeah, I knew that. As soon as I heard it, I was like... That is Raven. Bless, bless, Definitely. bless. Also, didn't realize because it was a little too early for me. I watched the Even Stevens movie mm -hmm. on reruns, but like the actual show, I was a little too young. Yeah. But the girl who's like Steven's sister or mm -hmm. whatever his name is. His name Steven? Or is that their last name? Their last name is Steven. Okay, so Steven. Shia LaBeouf's character, right. his sister, 
is Kim Possible. She voices Kim Possible. Oh! Because I looked at her picture and I was like, who is this? And then I saw what else she was in. It's like that. She looks nothing like <laughs> what she used to at all. Also, Cadet Kelly. Oh, yeah. Mention there. Love that movie. Oh, there's a but live yeah. action movie. Found it. I feel like I had another. Is Wade in the live action? He has to be in the live action. I'm I would assuming. be upset if he wasn't. I'm assuming. That would be sad. Also, I was looking up like topics to talk about mm-hmm. on Screen Rant. There was like 25 things that like don't make sense from Kim Possible. Apparently, oh. Shigo had a degree in child development. First That's of all, terrifying. When did we learn that? Right. In the show. That feels like something that she would like casually say as she and Kim were like throwing um, hands or something. Apparently there was like an episode where she turned good and got a job at Kim's school and became a friend. Oh. I do not remember that. I also don't remember that, but I think I feel like I also like saw that in a video that somebody did or read it somewhere. But like yes, because I wanted to see there there's like three or four episodes where that is happening, mm-hmm. and I wanted to see those, but again, didn't have time, didn't watch it. Also, apparently, Neil Patrick Harris auditioned to be Ron. What? What? I love Neil Patrick Harris, but I don't think He's not, so. no. No. I think we're also, at this point, we're just, like, so, like, this is Ron's voice, yeah. and it will not change. But even that, Ron gives off, like, a... Not fully stoner vibes. The way that his character is designed vibes. is like, yeah, not for Neil Patrick Harris. So no, I feel like <laughs> Neil's more like preppy type. Yeah. Thing, but yeah. I feel like he could be like a one-off, like kind of villain, kind of like the like robot dude in the mm-hmm. movie where he like pretends to be good and pretends to like him, but then actually has like evil intentions. I feel like that would be a role for Neil Patrick Harris, not not Ron, not Ron Stoppable. Yeah. Also, something it mentions that we talked about earlier, the fact that, like, it's well known that she, like, is a superhero. Mm-hmm. That the, it says the government is totally okay with the teenager fighting crime for them. Right. <laughs> like, they're like, listen, we don't have the money or the time. Right. There's this, like, 15-year-old girl that can just, like, kick some butt, so we're just gonna let her deal with it. <laughs> we're gonna let her take care of it. Yeah. Also, apparently, Ron was a multi-millionaire. Don't remember that either. What? Like his yeah. family, like. I don't. Hold on, let me. I don't remember anything about Ron's home life. I'm suddenly remembering. Okay, so it says, remember that episode where Ron became a multimillionaire and starts dressing like K Fed. He was given nearly a hundred million dollars for inventing the Naco. Oh. And the Naco Taco Bell actually made that into a menu item. Like. There's a there's a uh, binging with Babish episode where he recreates the Naco. Appreciate. Honestly, watching it today, I kind of want to talk about. <laughs> I love like food in cartoons. Yes. Has no business looking that good. The best thing I watch um, the pizza like, and the goofy movie. Yes. Thinking about that cheese specifically. <laughs> I, I watch like some YouTube things where like they'll have professional chefs come in and like recreate the food mm-hmm. and like. That looks so good. I want it so bad. Food and just like animation in general, but like especially anime, like has no business looking that good. Like Studio Ghibli mm-hmm. foods, top tier. I don't remember like any other like iconic food from Kim Possible. Like the only thing that I remember is the Nako. Yeah, I don't really. I feel like this is probably something we should have talked about at the beginning, but like the theme song. The best. Is absolutely iconic. Iconic. Yeah. Like the. Do you remember the Kim Possible Lilo and Stitch crossover episode? 
no. Where I wish I did. Kim goes to, I don't remember the context of it. I don't even remember if I ever actually saw the episode. I just remember that the promos on Disney Channel, like before it was airing, mm-hmm. would be Kim saying, what's the sitch? And then Lilo would say, Stitch is right here. And she's like, no, no, that's not that's not what I meant. I definitely watched that, though, as a kid, because I loved Lilo and Stitch. I loved, the series so was actually really good. Hey, I watched the series, I watched the movies, although rewatching the movies as an adult, they are very sad like overly sad yes it's just that when you're a kid you're just like look at these fun yeah. colors like you don't Such get it it's the cutest thing ever and then like uh, i always remember the second one being really sad but mm-hmm. then i rewatched the first one too and i was like this is also so sad why are they so sad they're very sad also pleakly yes we stand <laughs> oh my goodness and david pleakly is my favorite character also david yes we yeah. appreciate him he's yes. so sweet the best why is Draken blue? That's a great question. Why is he blue? <laughs> it never explains it, apparently. No, huh? I don't even know if they ever, like, explicitly acknowledge that in the show. I assume it's because of a failed experiment, because he's, like, an evil mad mm. scientist. Yeah. Something, because he also because has that, he like, wasn't stitch always, right there. Yeah, he wasn't always like that, was he? I don't think so. I feel like there's a Draken origin episode where we learn Maybe. that he wasn't always, like, evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, most most villains, like, typically, are not always evil. I didn't remember Rufus 3000 when he gets so buff. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And his voice is really deep and he talks in full sentences. I remember it now, but I completely (laughs) forgot that that happened. That's funny. Oh my gosh. That's like, did you watch the the live-action Scooby-Doo movies? Yes. Okay. Love those. The one where I can't ever remember if it's the first one or the second one, but they like. I'll be able to tell you. Just tell me when. They break into the. It's like Scooby mixes all these potions it's together. It's the second one. Okay. Suddenly yeah, and he turns into a girl. He turns into yeah. a girl. And then I'm buffed. Right. Oh no, I am never going back. <laughs> Uh, that's like the best scene also the scene where they dance at the like bar for the evil oh my gosh the disco the disco scene yes and when he like like whips his hair Mm -hmm. and then it's like his uh wig comes off yes i love that episode i love those movies those are so good too i think yeah i think the second one is my favorite Mm -hmm. over the first one the first one just straight up scared me oh i can't the, they're the weird monsters. That's, oh, that's yes, Spooky the monster, Island. Yeah, Spooky Island. Yeah, those yeah, I remember that. Those creatures straight up just scared me. Mm-hmm. So, no ma'am, I'll take the second one any day. <laughs> yes. Even though the second one, they're like... Oh, no, I guess in the first one they're real monsters, too. So that's to be like... That's yeah. so interesting for... Even though this is not what we're supposed to be talking about. No, it's okay. For we can... a cartoon that, like, was made with teenagers unmasking people to find that they weren't real monsters both movies had real monsters huh like that's odd that is weird mm-hmm. like i guess technically they unmask like the leaders of the monsters mm-hmm. but like the actual monsters themselves are real monsters right they're not just people in costumes no also when they switch bodies yes <laughs> i best. love that they're little souls mm-hmm. Like, why am I wearing a dress? Like, Shaggy pulls Velma, like, out of the thing. It doesn't even, like, flicker. (laughs) He's like, there you go. The best. Yes. Further, like, criminalizing (laughs) Scrappy-Doo. Yes. 
<laughs> I think the worst they just did that me. because people didn't like the character. Yeah. In the animated series. He's like, like canonically so, one of the most hated so, characters yeah. of all time. So we're just gonna make him bad. We're so you guys have villain. a reason to actually hate him. It's yes. justified though. We, yeah. we, we stand. There's like a whole series of Scooby-Doo like a whole Scooby-Doo show that features like Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy and they're like the main three. That's it. It's just them. Because I have a like a VHS tape of like three or four episodes of that show. I also remember watching another live action movie they made of Mm Scooby-Doo that had like Haley Cuoco in it who played Velma. Is it, like, real old, or is it recent? It's, like, not... It was, like, when I was a kid. Okay. It was not really well done, mm-hmm. but I loved it because I was too little to know better. Right. But, um, yeah, it's very <laughs> interesting. It's, like, the Loch Ness Monster type thing, and Velma turns into, like, this witch creature, like... Everything you're saying sounds faintly familiar. She gets, like, warts on her face. I don't... Yeah. Mm. Very interesting. Hmm. Oh my gosh, the first, is it the first one? Where they go into old dude's house. No, baby, that is the the second second one. one. Yeah, and... Girls uh, go cookie. Because Scooby and Shaggy are, like, bound and determined that they're going to redeem themselves. And they're, like, ready to find clues. And Scooby comes out wearing, like, underwear and a toilet brush. And he's like, clues! (laughs) Those aren't clues. (laughs) Like, what makes a toilet brush a clue? Just because you can sing in it doesn't mean it's a clue. (laughs) It just makes it awesome! Yes. When Shaggy sticks his head in that phonograph, mm-hmm. and we, oh my gosh, I used to like watch that part over and over and over again. It was or so fun. like when they dress up in the other gang's clothes, and she's like, and um, Daffy's like, Scooby, those so don't go, go with that, that outfit. <laughs> yeah. Scooby Doo, take notes. I got rubies. <laughs> Scoob's got um rabies, so we're gonna go out back. <laughs> Oh, and then he pretends to be sick. What are these strange markings? Words. Ah! And then, oh, when he's like, yes, take notes, and then he doodles and he goes, Scooby Doo, what's, what's your conclusion? I forgot about that. Bunny! Bunny! Oh my gosh. Those were, I'm gonna have to rewatch this when I get home. Those are so good. <laughs> Both those movies are great. Apparently, the second one is better because we, that's the only one that we remember anything yeah, about. Most iconic. <laughs> like moments yeah less scary oh that's so fun although the fact that when scooby and shaggy they're on the plane and scooby's just have like grandma uh-huh and then they meet mary jane that is like my favorite name <laughs> yes also scooby snacks are delicious yes so good although don't recommend giving them to your dog no because they're just crab crackers <laughs> they used to make Scooby snack like dog treats but they were like so like I mean they were like radioactive green like they why were they green they weren't green in the movie (laughs) they were different colors I don't know there was like I know what they also made just like regular snacks of those Mm -hmm. that were different colors because I remember eating like a whole box of those watching Curious George yeah I don't know why that's a memory (laughs) of mine but it is very in there (laughs) it just came to you so suddenly Yes. Like they were, there was so there was odd. like a pizza shape, a cheeseburger, a bone, and then there was there were four shapes. But I don't remember what the last one was. But I swear the bones were like radioactive, like Mountain Dew green. The poor 
poop from that dog. And, yeah, like, that's. I think that's probably why they stopped making them because people were probably like, "Hey." Um, also, those aren't Scooby snacks. Those right. They're literally Scooby snacks are brown. They're are they bone shaped or do they have SD on them? It Scooby. changes depending on which show you watch. Sometimes gotcha. they're bones and sometimes they're like squares. Like I think in I think in a pup named Scooby Doo, I think they're bones. That's also a great show. There's so many Scooby Doo variations. Yes, there are. The, I feel like the newer ones are more scary. There's um, there's a new one, not new. I mean, it's like several years old. I think it came out in 2012, called Mystery Inc. And it's like that one. Yeah. It's on my list to watch for Halloween because it's supposed to have like a full overarching narrative through mm-hmm. the whole thing, it, and that's what I want from a Scooby Doo series. Yeah, it does. I I never finished watching that series. I don't think as a kid. But it did kind of creep me out a little bit. Yeah. I'm not one for horror movies and stuff like that, so I was like, mm not doing it. <laughs> this is not for me. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, thank you. Whether we find more to talk about with Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. We talked about Kim like, Possible for a little bit. It's like, um, have you, do you watch Trixie and Katya's YouTube? Mm-mm. Ah, dang it. They literally have a topic and they, like, never stick to it. That's fine. And then they're like, um, ah, oh, what's their intro? They, like, say their names, and then it's, like, well, like something to our show. And mm-hmm. they're, like, don't say anything about us going off topic, because it's our show, not yours. <laughs> something like that. I've literally watched all episodes of that. I love that I can't remember the intro right now. But anyway. <laughs> That's fine. Call me, beat me, if you want to reach me. It, it really is an iconic theme. Mm-hmm. We appreciate also, I'm really surprised that my mom let me watch Kim Possible because, like, some of her clothes are, like, tight-fitting or she shows her midriff, and I was allowed Bro, to watch Bratz because I was, of that. I was so. just thinking, like, there is no reason that, like, Kim Possible needed to have that much midriff exposed. Yeah. But, like, it was also, like, that was the style of, mm-hmm. like, 2002. Like, that's what everybody was wearing. Like, yeah. But also, there was no reason for her to mm-hmm. be wearing clothes like that. No, ma'am. Yeah. I'm very surprised that my mom let me watch that. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, I, it was one of those shows that I know, just because in general, I wasn't really a Disney Channel kid. Mm-hmm. I was definitely, I was more of a Nickelodeon kid than anything I else. I was like such, I was both, honestly. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch Cartoon Network, so I was not a Cartoon Network kid, mm-hmm. but Disney and Nick... I watched religiously. Yeah, the only like show that I was never like explicitly not allowed to watch was Ed, Ed and Nettie, and I still to this I day I wasn't either, and I want to see it. I so still bad. to this day have no idea why. Like I texted Jaden the other night, and I was like, "Do you want to come over and just watch the entirety of Ed, Ed and Nettie?" Because I'm 25 now, and I can make my own decisions. Yes. But like, I don't know. Like my I, mom never gave me a reason. Either. Yeah, I don't understand why. I don't know. Like why was why wasn't I allowed to watch that? But I wasn't allowed to watch SpongeBob, where like in season one they make like penis jokes yeah. and like. Why was I? And I got it. Like I, like I understood, understood. I understood the jokes that they were making. So like, why wasn't I allowed to watch Ed and Nettie because they said shut yeah. up or something? Like, I wasn't like, allowed to watch SpongeBob really, just because my mom thought it was dumb. She was like, you can watch like maybe one episode a day, and that is it. That's the like, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't allowed was like, to watch Zoe One Hundred and One because um, she got pregnant in real life, mm. and my mom was like, we're not. I don't want you to like create like right. a fan of hers, and she's pregnant. Um, there were so many things I was allowed to watch for no reasons. Bratz also was because she didn't like that they were called Bratz. Uh, She's like, you're not a brat, so you're not watching. I didn't want to watch Bratz because of that, because they were called Bratz. And I was like, I don't, why? Yeah. But that was also, like, around the time where I was like, 
like, I didn't want to watch anything that was, like, super overtly girly anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, that was definitely, like, let me watch Avatar, let me watch Digimon, like, let me watch anything that isn't, like, that is almost exclusively marketed to boys. Like, let Mm -hmm. me watch that, because that's what I want. Yeah, my mom was super strict, and on the other hand, my dad would, like, whenever I'd go over to his house, we were allowed to watch, like, anything we wanted. Like, I remember watching, like, The Simpsons, King of the Hill, Mm -hmm. like, five years old, (laughs) just watching those things. And now I'm like... King of the Hill definitely not appropriate for like a five year old to be watching. I love King of the Hill. Me too, but not for a five. No, not for a five year old. But like as an adult, it's very fun. But and then also he would like buy me like I want he would buy me, like the Baby Bratz like movies, mm. not buy but get them from like Family Video. Mm-hmm. He would let me watch those, but yeah. But then my mom found out about all Ooh. the stuff he was letting me watch. Ooh. She's like, "You are no." <laughs> so that put into that really quick. <laughs> But yeah. Yeah, I think the only show, the Ed, Ed and Eddie was the only show that I was like explicitly not allowed to watch as a kid. I, but yeah. I also like I just wasn't into a lot of stuff that was on Disney Channel. Like the only time that I would ever even have Disney Channel on was if I went to go like stay at a friend's house or something because that's what everybody else was watching and so it would just mm-hmm. be on. But like like I remember Kim Possible, but I don't ever really remember like being into it. Mm-hmm. But I oh, do obvious. I don't remember one of the fast food chains had Kim Possible kids meal toys. It was either McDonald's or Burger King. I don't remember, but I do know that like in like a toy box somewhere, mm-hmm. we have like four of the same kids meal toy and it's from Kim Possible and it's like a it's a helicopter with I think it's got like Draken and Shigo in it and then you like pull the, there's like an anchor or something on the bottom of it and you pull it and that's what spins the propeller. Interesting. And like I don't remember what like I don't remember where it came from. I don't remember why <laughs> they would have had those Happy Meal toys because that seems so, weird. Yeah. Unless it was it had to have been for the movie. Because Probably. it doesn't seem like they usually do toys like that for like TV series. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's usually for movies. So I wonder if it was to promote the movie. Probably. But again don't remember what chain it was. Probably McDonald's. I don't ever Did Burger King sell kids toys yeah they do but they always have really weird like they always have weird like tie-ins we like never ate burger king when i was a kid so i like burger king did okay burger king used to do a lot of the cartoon network tv shows like they did i feel like they did uh courage the cowardly dog they definitely did johnny bravo um See, I recognize all of the people that you're saying, uh-huh. but I just was never allowed to watch them. Johnny Bravo, man, like, Jaden and I talked about that last night, like, how overtly sexual that show was. Mm-hmm. And it I was marketed to children. Yeah. In, but, like, that was, like, the game of Cartoon Network, honestly. It was just, like, it was these- a game of, honestly, any, um, like, kids channel Mm -hmm. they really were like i guess dear adults writing for children so sometimes you get bored but also like maybe don't sometimes that stuff is for the parents yeah like there's definitely stuff like shrek i love shrek is for the parents i love um because like at the daycare i work at Mm -hmm. we have for the school age kids everyone else takes a nap but the school agers are allowed to like watch a movie Mm -hmm. and they just have to be quiet and like relax i love watching shrek with them because they won't laugh at some of the things Uh that like are adult (laughs) and i'm just like that's so funny that i get that now I'm on the inside of that yeah. joke now. Like, I understand what's I going on. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. There's a lot of, like, um, yeah, definitely Shrek was like that. SpongeBob in the early seasons was definitely like that. I'm trying to think of, like, anything else. Honestly, The New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh 
not adult jokes, but just, like, dialogue that, like, kids wouldn't pick up on. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, um, there's an episode where they get sucked under the bed with all of Christopher Robin's toys, and they're, like, Tigger and Christopher Robin are running around trying to find everybody, and Tigger yells out, Ollie Ollie Limburger Cheese, and he, as he's just, like, running, and, like, as a kid, I wouldn't have got, like, I wouldn't have... I don't get that now. It's just, because it's Ollie Ollie Oxen Free, and he says Ollie Ollie Limburger oh, Cheese. okay. He's okay. just saying it, like, he's just saying it to be silly, but it's fun. <laughs> just, like, little, little bits of dialogue that you pick up on. It's very fun. Okay, I'm looking at Naked Morons now. Oh my god! Yeah, they're not. <laughs> that is hideous. That's, they, I don't even want to look at it. They don't look like Rufus. No. Honestly, though, but like props to the animators because like an entire generation of kids were probably like, I want I a Naked Mole Rats yeah. pet. No, you don't. No, no, you don't. <laughs> I wonder if anyone actually got their parents to get them one. I don't even know where you would... They seem like a weirdly exotic animal that you'd probably have to, like, search. Maybe. Like, really hard to find one. It said when I was looking at those articles that, like, the animators, like, were told by Disney execs, like, they have to have an animal sidekick. Mm. And the animators made it a naked mole rat so they could put the word naked in the (laughs) Disney Channel show. That's fun. We appreciate that. I was like, I mean, yeah, there you go. I honestly probably wouldn't even know that Naked More Rats existed if it wasn't for Kim Possible. Honestly, same. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't know anything about them. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Apparently there's a petition on change.org to reboot the season, the, the show, for a season five. Because if... <laughs> it, it's on Disney+. Plus. Okay, I'm concerned about that for a multitude of reasons. Yeah. One... Are you going to be able to... Okay, the big thing is, like, are you going to be able to get the original voice cast? Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Because that's one of the only things that I care about. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. Is it going to take place? Like, is it going to pick up right where season four left off? Is or are it they be... going to be parents and have their own kids? I hope, yes. <gasps> that would be cute. I would like that. I would like that very much. And then, and then because, you know, like, she has twin brothers. They have twins, but they're a girl and a boy. Mm. I think that would be adorable. Yes. Ugh. And they fight crime together. As brother and sister? Yes. You have to make them kind of older, though, then, I guess. Yeah, they would have to be older. Yeah. But then, that makes me think that it wouldn't be... It feels like if they did it, like, a season five, that it would be them still in high school. Whereas if they did, like, a reboot of the show, and they started completely over, Mm -hmm. then it could be... That, honestly, yeah. I feel like that would do really well. Because it was a because it was a good show. Yeah. To begin with, it was a good action show that featured a female protagonist. Mm-hmm. Disney didn't think it would be good at first. They mm-hmm. thought it was gonna tank, and then it was one of their longest running shows. Haha, take that. Right. It was so good. Mm-hmm. They're like probably like a female. Right. No. Like shut up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, Listen here, it's gonna do great. Listen, you've deprived all these gr- little girls of, like, a female protagonist. Right, seeing, a, like, like, a female hero. This thing's gonna take off. Yeah, it's <laughs> gonna be great. Woo. Honestly, Disney is really coming at it with, like, good animation, like, animated shows lately. I'm so here for it. Yeah, I feel like, maybe it's just because I was getting Holy older, stretch. but, like, near the end of me being the age of watching Disney, mm-hmm. I feel like the shows were kind of crap. They were. 
Okay. It wasn't just Disney Channel, though. Like, for some reason, all of animation and, like, kids' shows in the, like, early 2000s through the, like, beginning of the 2010s was just awful. And it was so saturated. There were so many animated Mm -hmm. shows that were coming out during that time, and they were all, not all, some of them were great. Some of them were awful. Most of them were okay. But, like, a lot of the, like a lot of them only ran for one or two seasons. And then they got canceled because something new was coming on. Yeah. Like, the only reason, like, um... Dog with a blog, like, what was that? What, what yeah. was that? What the heck, man? Fish Hooks also wasn't very good. I feel like Fish Hooks have remembered fondly. Somebody yeah. really famous worked on... Was it Alex Hirsch? Did he work on Fish Hooks? I feel Hooks? like the only really good animated thing that was on Disney when I really stopped watching it was, like, Gravity Falls. Mm-hmm. Gravity Falls was on... It was good. But other than that... We stayed gravity Like, Jesse really wasn't that great after, like, the first season. Yeah, I remember Jesse being really good at the beginning, and then I think it got real bad at the yeah, end. it did. It yeah. got real bad. And then, didn't they do a spinoff of Jesse, where, like, all the kids went away to camp or something? Yes, Bunk, which is what okay. it's called. The yeah. kids love it now. Mm-hmm. I think it's awful. Yeah. But... I think that's the thing about, like, especially Disney's, like, live-action shows, for some reason, they're, like, really good when you're young. Mm-hmm. But again, because you don't know any better, and then you get older, and you're like, none of these people can act. What's yeah, going no. on? I feel like they tell them to act badly, though. Oh, that could... Like, act a certain way. Right, yeah. I also love the fact that all, like, kids' channels have decided that when someone's in a show and they're pretending to act within the show, it has to be bad acting. Mm-hmm. Like, even worse. Yeah. They're like, if you're putting on a school play in this episode, you have to act horribly. You have to act even worse than you already are yeah. acting, yes. Mm-hmm. Also, another show I love was Ant Farm. That show was, mm-hmm. it was a good one. That was, yeah. Like, a lot of that kind of stuff is, like, like beyond me, because, like, I just wasn't... One, we don't have cable, so, like, I'm not... I'm just not watching the stuff as it's happening. Mm-hmm. China and McLean... But yeah, Disney's really coming back with some great. I think Nick is just Nickelodeon is just not. They're trying so hard. Like after for me, like even though I wasn't allowed to watch Zoe 101, mm-hmm. I still kind of did, especially as I got older. Yeah. Um, loved Zoe 101. Nickelodeon live action shows are top tier. Like even, they're great. Even though Dan Schneider is really not. A great yeah, guy, he's yeah he's, he's a terrible person. Yeah. But. Um, he did pump out some really good shows. Some, like, some of the most iconic Nickelodeon shows. Like Victorious, like Carly, Zoe 101, Drake, Drake and Josh. Josh. Like, yeah. Also the fact that Drake and Josh was only two seasons. Was it really? Yes. That's why I can only find two seasons. Yeah. I'm oh my gosh. Sure it was only two. And then there's, I think, were there, I think, were there two movies? Or was there just the one? There was a Christmas one. That came out, like, way later. Yeah. Yeah. And then Drake and Josh go Hollywood. It was, was that the I one think, where they like got kidnapped? Drake like got signed onto a record deal or something, and so yeah. they had to go to Hollywood I, and something. I and like Megan comes with them for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, they put her on the wrong flight. That's yes, okay. Kind of like a Home Alone situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then she has a great time. Yeah, like she has the time of her life. I love her. <laughs> I love Megan the best. But <laughs> also, I feel like they had her catchphrase be boobs just so they could put the word boobs yeah yeah a show too but have you seen the meme that's like me at like like age eight googling like wet boobs and then it like comes up with pictures of drake and josh (laughs) that's great 
We appreciate that. Also, the running joke that, like, Josh had a big head. Mm. Did he have a big head? I didn't think he had a big head. I don't know. I don't remember. I think, I wonder if it was just, like, shocking for everybody because he lost so much weight. Maybe. Like, in between the two seasons, and so then maybe he, I don't know. I remember in the Christmas one, he, like, had his, like, long, straightened hair, Mm -hmm. and he was really skinny. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the heck is going on? What happened? Hep it was. <laughs> but I remember that movie. I loved that movie. Even though it's not very good. It's not great, but no. like, yeah, I, I appreciate it. The Hollywood one's definitely the best. Yeah, the of best the two. One. Yeah. For sure. I don't think they had any other Dan Schneider spinoff movies for any of the other. I don't think. No, I don't think they did. Because Victorious never got a movie. I Carly didn't. I Carly didn't have a movie. So 101 didn't. Wow, so they really got lucky with Drake and Josh. Mm hmm. And only two seasons. I think. I swear. I'm gonna look it up just to double check. Fact check. Yeah, because there's only... Because there... For, like, a while, it was on... I don't know if it's still just on... Just kidding. Four seasons. Okay. That makes more sense. That's what I, I was like. That's so few for it to have been as iconic as right, it was. A lot of the... It was... Okay, so for a while... Drake and Josh was on Hulu, but then all the other, like, Victorious, um, I think there were, like, there for a while, iCarly was on Netflix, but I don't think it is anymore, but I know Victorious is. What? Yeah, I know Victorious is. I've watched it over yeah. and over, like, a um, million times. But, like, I, then all of the animated Nickelodeon shows got pulled from Hulu, because they're going to Paramount Plus, which is the new, like, CBS All Access is rebranding, and now I think they're getting all the... Nickelodeon animated shows, but I don't know about the live action. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're gonna all also get ported over to the new Maybe. streaming so service. All four seasons are on Hulu right now, Drake and Josh. Bless! Okay, because for a long time it was only two. Yeah. There are only two episodes in the first season, though. That's weird. Maybe they were just testing the waters. I yeah. Or it's one of those things where, like, like Hulu only has the rights to so many like episodes or whatever. I feel so. like not all the episodes of Victorious are on Netflix. No, either. it doesn't feel like it. But I couldn't tell you which ones are missing. No, me neither. All my favorite episodes are on there. Yeah, so that's same. all that I care my about. My favorite one is when they go to Psychowitz's and they're the characters. Yes, I love that's that so one. Good. That one and the one where they go to the beach for the day and they get locked yeah. in the RV. I love yes. that one. That's a good one. What did Madison and I just watch one? Or the one, um... Where they're putting on, like, this super serious play, and Tori puts on that, like, gross, like, mask thing, and they use the wrong glue, Mm -hmm. and it gets stuck to her face, and so, like, is it Kat and Jade have to, like... Kat and Trina go. Yeah, they have to drive to the, like, factory Mm -hmm. to get this, like, solvent to take the glue off. And then then the woman who wrote it comes and watches it. She's like, that was an interesting um, interpretation. She's like, I loved it. And they're like, oh my gosh, thank you. (laughs) That's great. Isn't there one where they all go to, like, be stunt doubles or something? Or, like, they're taking a class or something? She does. Because she has to, like, jump off a balcony or something. Like She puts, like, so they were telling her, like, lie on your your resume resume for acting. So she put on there that, like, she did stunts and, like, knew, like, karate or something like that. Yeah. And so they hired her to be the stunt person, but then she chickens out and, like, Avin Jogia's character, Beck, 
dresses up as her and then does That's what stunts. it is, okay, because I remembered Beck being there for some reason, but I couldn't mm-hmm. remember why he was there, yeah. okay, yeah. Because also in the episode, Kat was, like, obsessed with making costumes and, like, measuring people, mm-hmm. and so she made a costume for Beck to look like Tori. That's fun. did the little That's fun. thing. I follow him on TikTok. I love that man. <laughs> He's so beautiful. I agree. I also watch his watch at him mm-hmm. i also watched him <laughs> in um like a tv show he did after it called twisted that was on like freeform mm. and so good they left on a cliffhanger though mm. he was like a convicted murder Ooh. murder i can't talk anymore That's a convicted okay. murderer <laughs> and like yeah it was just very interesting and i think it's so chill <laughs> but yeah love him do you watch you said freeform do you watch everything is gonna be okay no okay i don't really watch anymore because i don't have cable either oh okay boo. yes oh i have some not not illegal websites <laughs> that i like will use to watch some stuff okay because it's like isn't the autism one it's the yeah it's the like older brother who well like stepbrother or half brother or something that gets mm-hmm. custody of the two girls because the dad dies and like it's like I can't decide Madison and I watched the first episode and like I keep seeing clips of it and the clips of it make the show look so good and something I would want to watch Mm -hmm. but like Madison and I watched the first episode and it's the way that it's edited it's like they like snipped and cut like they couldn't get what they wanted in one take so they took like four different takes of the same scene and just Mm -hmm. spliced it all together and it's like they edited it to make it feel more emotional than it's actually than it would be if they hadn't cut it like that mm-hmm. and so I that's that's the thing that like turned me off from it so I keep watching clips of it and I'm like maybe I do want to watch this show but I can't get past the yeah so maybe we just need to watch more than the first episode because we watched the first episode and then I looked at her and I was like uh what do you think and she's like I don't I don't know what I think and I was like I also don't know what I think so maybe that means no <laughs> I also remember when I was little for obvious reasons with this one I wasn't allowed to watch The Secret Life of an American Teenager. Let me tell you. And I watched it out of spite like a year ago. It's so bad. It's, it's so, so bad. bad. It's so freaking bad. Molly Ringwald is in it. She keeps choosing all these bad shows to be in. I'm like girl you are in like a John Hughes goddess and you're choosing all these shows to be in. What are you doing with yes. your life? It was let me tell you. So, okay, that was, again, wasn't allowed to watch Ed, Ed, Nettie, was allowed to watch The Secret Life of the American Teenager. You were? I was so invested oh in this story. I oh, my gosh. Allowed. The the episode where she finally, like, gave birth mm-hmm. was, like, on when I was having a sleepover at one of my friend's house, and we were, like... I think we were freshmen or sophomores in high school and we like gathered around the TV mm-hmm. and like stayed up all night watching like because they marathoned it up until oh that and we like watched the whole series up until that point oh my gosh it's so bad she like agrees to marry this 16 year old boy even though she doesn't really like yeah. him and just like ugh. but that is a little different because you were at least a teenager when it was on yeah according to um, Google I was only 8 years old 
when it oh, was so that on. was that would be a big so, no. Yeah, yeah, definitely a big no. And I was only thirteen when it ended, so I was just barely a teenager. When yeah, it ended. I was. So I, I was like thirteen when it started, yeah. and then I like after she gave birth to the kid, I was just like completely done, just like checked out. Because in my head, that was it. Like that yeah. was the full arc of the show. Like we're just mm-hmm. we're just following her, the secret life of the American teenager. Like the whole thing is that she's pregnant, and so the end is gonna be when she gives birth, and then like the parents get divorced, but the mom gets pregnant, and yeah. the, like, there's, like, a redemption arc for the, uh, the dude that got her pregnant, which, like, I'm here for. I stand. Yeah. Because he was in, like, a, he, like, his dad was super, super abusive, and, like, was trying to, like, he was trying to heal from that, and, like, yes, I stand. I appreciate that kind of, like, arc for, like, a character, but at the same time, nah, bro. There's just too much stuff happening in the background. And then the guy that she wanted to be with in the beginning is awful. Like, hate him yeah. at the end. Yeah. Like, no. Um, yeah. It's, but it's, then she doesn't end up being with anybody, I don't think, if I remember correctly. I have no idea how the show ended. Because, again, I checked out after she gave birth. I was like, yeah. that's it. That's the end of the show. That's all I care about. And she gave birth to the kid. That's no. it. Just simply out of spite, even though it was horrible, I was like, I wasn't allowed to watch this. It was a terrible what? show all I'm around. I'm watch it anyway. A terrible concept, terribly executed. Yeah. I, yeah. Just, yeah. no. Everything about it is no bueno. They really, like, also just handled the subject of sex really horribly. Oh, my lord. So bad. Oh, It's either you were completely abstinent or you were just, like, having sex, like, no protection, just willy-nilly with whoever you wanted. Just he. Like, and I'm like, okay, first of all, you're, you're in high school, pregnancy- not ready for that. Also, STDs. Right. One of like, uh, like one of you was already pregnant. So yeah. like, that should be a big red flag. <laughs> no, it's not. It was like, not. The fact that it happened at band camp. My God. Listen, those band kids. When I was in high school, we found a used <laughs> condom in the band closet. Like a recently we... <laughs> used one. Like we... people getting it on in the band closet. When we went to CIY, our oh, senior no. year, we, who was, it was, like, all the guys, and they, like, took, somebody brought condoms, and they, like, filled one with lotion, and put it- LOTION! My- oh <laughs> my god! First of all, how long have you been down there? I okay. heard your door open, and I was like, is she gonna come in here? <gasps> did you watch, did you watch Secret Life of the American Teenager? I did not. Okay. That's probably I don't think I'm thing. allowed to watch that. Why was I allowed to watch it and no one else was? I don't know. Well, I was eight, so that's why. Well, right, me. yeah, you you had a legitimate reason to not. Eight. Yeah. She's five and a half years younger than we are. See, I'm only 20. What about KP? Did you watch Kim Possible? Kim Possible. You did or you didn't? I did. Oh, okay. But not enough to have a con- Girl, we talked about we talked about Kim Possible for about four seconds. And then, I heard yeah. I was like, okay, and then we like spiral. We just spiraled from there. Honestly, like neither of us watched very much, and like I definitely didn't take notes. I had two thoughts, and we talked about them, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Honestly, just put a disclaimer. Be like, listen, it's a really entertaining episode. Do we talk about Kim Possible the whole time? No. no. <laughs> but you know, stick around. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. <laughs> A roller coaster of emotion. Yes. That's okay. That's how it normally goes whenever I have a guest on. Or yeah. if it's just like a show that, like, I did an episode about Doug, like, really early on, and I talked about Doug for about. It was on Nick in the early 90s, and then. Was he, like, a game show host? <laughs> no. Okay, I do not He, like, that. wrote in a journal. He had a little dog named Porkchop. His best friend was Blue. His name was Skeeter. 
Um, but I talked about that, and I talked about it, I talked about the show itself for about five minutes, and then I was like, let's do theme songs. But yeah, no, we started talking about Scooby-Doo for a long time, too. We talked about the live-action movies, yeah. though, specifically the second one, because we agreed that that's the, the better one. The best. That's the most iconic moment. Do you have a hot take? I like both of them. Okay, okay, that's fine. We, that's I do, too, but the second one's slightly that's superior. great. But the first one... We said which, which one is the island? The That's the first one. Because we said that one was like genuinely scary. Because I love that. The mo- well, you like scary stuff. But like, I also like in the second one how they dress up Scooby like, like grandma. No, not Scooby. Shaggy as a blunt. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'm not talking about. That. Yeah. Um, and then I, I was mentioning that like it's interesting that the movies were based off of a cartoon where teenagers unmasked mm-hmm. to find a real person, but in the movies they're all real monsters. There's yeah. nothing to unmask. Really. There was a machine that this guy needed. But even in the second one, they're real monsters. Because they, like, make, yeah. like, a formula <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, the, that, the second one is. Would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> Girl Scout cookies? And then little me ball. and I was like, yes! No. <laughs> do you have them? If you are, Don't though, you should buy them from um, Girls in NYC. There's like a homeless oh, troop. Troop 6,000. Yeah. Yep. I told my mom, I said, two things. I'm confused about how that works, because like, do yeah. I have to pay for them to like, ship them to me? Or like, know. am I just buying them from them and then like, donating them to like, a food pantry in NYC? Like, I'm good either way. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm down. I want, I want but like, I also want yeah. actual physical cookies. I was like, two things, buy from that troop mom if you get them. And second thing, get the lemonades, because those are the best. They are, they're great. Have... Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. That was gonna be a bad time if they didn't have those anymore. Like, mm-hmm. They also have a new one that's like French toast flavored, and I'm unsure of how they I feel about that. They always do like a cinnamon variation cookie yeah. that it's never sticks I'm around. Really mad they don't have uh, the, the, the shortbread with the chocolate on the bottom. Oh, thank tagalongs. No, no, thanks, they, a, lot. Uh, thanks, thanks a lot. Yeah, because they said like thank you in different languages on them. I remember one year when I was a Girl Scout, I sold 300 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Nice! But the bad thing is you have to deliver all of them. Right. So, like, we had a whole room dedicated to sorting Girl Scout cookies. That was, like, the most stressful night of your entire life, was having to go through and actually go through your order form and figure out who gets what cookies, and then realizing that you're, like, a case short of Thin Mints or something, and being like, where the- what? (laughs) Also, like, for me, I would just ask random people at church, even if I didn't know them, and my mom didn't know them so it was also interesting trying to figure out who they were right we'd be like jennifer who is this who is this person i don't know (laughs) we always my girl scout troop like we um we know the people that own custard cup and so we would hit them up and be like let us sell you the Thin Mints. Yeah. And we would sell, like, five cases of Thin Mints yeah, to them. Yeah, like, ice cream? Yeah. Because they have, yeah. like, a Thin Mint. But then, like, because that's the thing, because, like, halfway through the season at Custard Cup, they'll be out because they're just out of Thin Mints. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you can't get that snowstorm anymore because we don't have any more Thin Mints. Yeah. But I didn't know, that you, were, I didn't know that you were in Girl Scouts. Were we all three in Girl Scouts? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. 
Uh, my mom kicked me out of Girl Scouts, though, because I was a little shit. <laughs> so, I was literally awful because she was one of the leaders, and I think I just thought because my mom was there that I could do whatever I wanted. Same. Horrible. <laughs> I li- sometimes I remember what I did, and, and I'll just randomly be like, Mom, I'm so sorry. I learned more in Girl Scouts than I did in actual school. Like, like in Girl Scouts, we learned how to balance a checkbook one time. Really? Oh, oh we crazy. definitely did not learn that. We, well, that was, um, like, my last year's. We had different leaders. Yeah, but I was like, also... We're teach you real life skills. I was like, also only in Girl Scouts till sixth grade, though, so I wasn't, like... We had a crew... We had... Because it was the same troop <laughs> of us from, like, the time... Like, well, I was in Daisy Scouts, and it was two other, like, moms. And then in, like, first grade, it was my mom and... Paula, Courtney's mom, mm-hmm. and they were our troop leaders all the way through. I I think we were in scouts until like sixth or seventh grade, and then we like had a meeting, and they were like both of the parents were just like, "Are you guys still into this? Because if you're not into this, then we don't yeah. have to keep doing it." Yeah. And we were all just basically like, "Yeah, we're kind of not into it anymore." And they were like, "That's fine. We'll just we'll because yeah. there's no point in having the meetings if like only three of, or four of us are going to come to them yeah. and like not do anything. So like if you're not into it, we'll just stop doing it." I'm pretty sure I still have like my brownie vest. Oh, I definitely I, still, yeah. I think my mom still has my brownie, and, like, what's the other one that's up from that? Sash. That's, like, blue-ish sash. Green. Yeah, like a bluish. There's, I think, I think Daisy Scouts is Daisy's blue. Daisy's blue, like a blue apron. Yeah, because I still have the blue apron. Yeah, I, I, I was, was never a Daisy Scout. And then the brownie, brownies I had a sash. Yeah. And then Girl Scouts, you have the best. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my actual Girl Scout vest is green. One of the few things. Juniors is what it was called. And you had like a bluish green. Right. Like, vest shirt. Like, I had a sash. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Jog my memory. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I never got past the junior, though, because no. that's when my mom said, get out of here. I don't even ever remember, like, quitting. It was just like, okay, done. Yeah. Like, like, she wouldn't I, even nothing. let me finish out the season. She was like, you're done. Goodbye. <laughs> I said, okay. Dang. We um, but honestly, I wasn't really happy at it. I think that's also why I was horrible. Was because I also like I didn't like was my not a fan of being in Girl Scouts. Was... I still vividly oh. remember like that my last year we had to do like a shoebox. You had to make the shoebox into a house. Oh. But then you had to like go through magazines and you had to like pick everything out and you had like a budget. Mm. So you like balance your checkbook. For your budget. I had the coolest house. My lighting was disco lights. <laughs> they were like, wow, Madison, you did really good. You sell so much money. I'm like, thank <laughs> The craziest house. I also remember in second grade, them trying to teach us how to knit. Oh, we had to learn how and to sew. And I literally Ooh. just sat there and cried. I oh. sat there and cried because I could not figure it out. <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> I was like, okay, I was also, like, super defiant. Like, I do not want to be in Girl Scouts and learn all this, like, for, like, I don't even remember a single thing that we learned other than sewing. Like, we just sat in the library at the school and just, like, apparently just did nothing because I don't remember any of it. (laughs) But, like, we didn't, we, like, I wanted to be in Boy Scouts. Like, I want to learn how to tie knots and set up a tent and, like, learn the leaves and crap. Like, that's what I want. I don't want to, like, I don't want to just be sitting in the library and, like, I, like, was... 
big pissed because I didn't want to be in Girl Scouts. I yeah, want to be in Boy Scouts. I feel like they should make Girl Scouts more like Boy Scouts. Just like expand your, yeah. and maybe they yeah. have because they it's, it's have. been like a hot minute since any of us have been in Girl Scouts, and maybe yeah. they have expanded their curriculum a little bit. But I just like, remember like I think it's doing also fundraisers and like right. throwing tea parties. It's yeah. also like up to what the leaders want to do, yeah. Yeah. or like should be up to what the troop as a whole decides. Mm-hmm, yeah. But like I was also the only one in my troop that was like big pissed that we weren't learning how to like identify leaves yeah. and like tie knots. So yeah. I was the minority or in like, that situation. The like the trips that we took, we take like an annual trip to like Holiday World. Mm-hmm. Bro, oh, we did that one year. One year we stayed in tents. Holiday World provided. I also used to go to oh. Girl oh, Scout. There were big tents. Big Is tents. that the year? Did it rain? Oh, it poured. Yes. It flooded. Ooh. And me. I was stuck between two air mattresses, and I woke up soaking wet, Uh all my shit was wet, and that was also the year that my dad got in his bicycle wreck. Oh no. So we had to like pick up our shit, soaking wet, and drive all the way home Mm -hmm. to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. I also used to go to like Girl Scout camp over the summer. Like, I did that. Bully camp I went to was church camp. I went... I did that, too. I went to one Girl Scout camp, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't an overnight camp. It was just a, like, a day camp, and we made little, like, seat cushions to sit on, and we made the, like, foil packs where you take, like, an apple and you put, like, cinnamon and sugar and marshmallows in it and you, like, wrap it in foil and you stick it next to the fire so it gets all gooey and melty. Oh, so good. It was so good. I've never good. heard of that. I really? either, but yes. that sounds Oh my so gosh, delicious. guess what we're doing this summer? We go camping! Um, yes. Oh, Liberty but, weekend. No, so I would go, because Dawn and I were in the same troop, mm-hmm. so we went to Girl Scout camp together because we wanted, didn't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. And we decided... Even though our parents were like, are you sure to go to a five-day, five-night archery camp? And by the second day, I was ready to go home. So I was crying, and they were telling me I couldn't go home. So I started packing my suitcase, and I started walking towards (laughs) the exit. I said, I will take myself home. And they, they still didn't let me. I literally cried, like, the whole day. I vaguely remember almost going to horse camp. For Girl Scouts. I, and I, I picked horse that camp one out. Hanging rock and there. we had like I had like the, the plates I was supposed to have and the cups, which my parents still have the cups mm. to this day. But I didn't yeah. go because I got scared. <laughs> my mom was like, We spent all this money on this camp, you are staying. Apparently yeah. she said she told me later that they had called her and were like, What do you want us to do? And she was like, She'll get over it. Just <laughs> She'll get over it. <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh, mom, I was really sad. <laughs> Like, I really wanted to come home. <laughs> also, she said, you fine. Also, I remember, for some reason, a girl at that camp was, like, older mm-hmm. than me by a few years, and she, like, had boobs, and I just started getting boobs, and I was wearing, like, the training bras. She's like, you know if you wear those training bras, your boobs are gonna turn square. <laughs> and I believed her for a little bit, and I told my mom, I was like, mom, boobs. I was like, mom, my boobs can't go square. I need real bras. She's like, that is not a real thing. <laughs> not how that works. <laughs> I'm sure at work I said something, like, someone's like, it's because you're a woman. I'm like, yeah, titty power. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, my boobs are going to be square. <laughs> like, that, that is Dawn's sock. From Dawn's. from the remember when after we had the Christmas party she was like I there's a sock of mine in here somewhere just yeah. like let me know when you find it and like there it is just honestly just leave it on the floor till we come again honestly yeah like we need to do that nacho thing 
The nacho table? Yes, I'm so here for it. So how is so the best fucking nacho? Again, I'm gonna redeem myself after I made that mac and cheese that you didn't Did like. Did she tell you about the mac and cheese? Uh-uh. I like- I- okay, well, first of all, before we do that, let's wrap, wrap up, up this okay. episode. So, like, that's fine. I'll just throw us into the outro. Thanks for listening. Do you have any, like, social media or anything that you want to plug? Um, oh, I do have a covers, an Instagram cover account where I make music. Hold on. Let me f- remember the- I, like, yeah, I, I didn't tell you that we were gonna do this ahead of time, so, like, I'll, right. I'll give you a second. Okay. So, it's carolinagrace.covers, and my name starts with a K. Not a C. I'll put so, a yeah. link in yeah. the description so people can find yeah, you. Yeah, go find me. I only have one post on there right now, but planning on posting more soon. Lit. So. Okay, I'll throw us into an outro. Okay. Right right at the very end of the audio of this actual episode, I mentioned, I asked Kara if she had heard the mac and cheese. No, Madison asked if she had heard the mac and cheese story. And then I feel like we cut it off. So I don't know if anyone is like, I don't know if you're curious about the mac and cheese story, but like, just in case anyone is curious, I will tell you the mac and cheese story. It's very brief. So a couple weeks ago, I took a Friday off of work and I told myself that I was, okay, back up. It was the weekend that we were supposed to be recording the audio for Legend of Korra. I wanted to have Madison with me. She was helping her brother move and it was just like, it was, she wasn't sure that she was going to have to help her. I said it was going to be very brief and now it's not. (laughs) Hold on. Let me. So she was supposed to be helping her brother move. She wasn't sure if she was going to have to help her brother move, but then the day came and she was helping her brother move. I took that Friday off because I was, I told her I said, let's both take Friday off, and then if you have to help your brother, whatever, I'll just be home alone getting ready for us to record the audio that night, and then if you don't have to help your brother move, then we'll just go out and we'll have a girl's day together, and we'll just have fun. And so the day came, and she did end up having to help her brother move, so I was left home alone, so I was like, you know what, we're gonna have a great, we're gonna have a self-care weekend, so we're gonna do all these good things for ourselves. And so the Thursday night before this Friday, I came home from work, and I made what I thought was the most bomb mac and cheese that I've ever made in my entire life. Like it was perfectly seasoned, beautifully cheesy, all the things. It was so good. And then the next night, no, it was that. Okay. So Friday night, Madison came home. She was exhausted. We recorded the audio. I edited the episode went up. It was fine. Saturday came and that night I reheated some of the mac and cheese for her and we were like sitting on the couch and I said, so what do you think? Because again, I was really excited. I thought this mac and cheese was bomb. And then she was like, eh, and I like, I, I laughed it off and then it was like, haha. And then I, like two beats later, I was like, wait, do you really not like it? Because that's like, that's the only thing in almost three years that we've lived together that I have made something that she has been like indifferent about. She was just like, meh, it's okay. And I was like, no, that's unacceptable. I need to make, <laughs> I need to make food that you enjoy. And so the next day I woke up and we had breakfast burritos at 2 PM and then we had fajitas for dinner, and then the next, it must have been, like, later that week, I made nachos, because I know she really likes it when I make nachos. So, like, for an entire week, and then this past week, you guys, I made the best Alfredo that I've ever made in my entire life. Here is my pro tip. Make your own Alfredo sauce. Do not buy that crap from the can. It's gross. Or the jar. Whatever. Don't buy it. Make it yourself. It's so easy. You know, hmm. If anyone cares, I don't know if anybody cares, uh, I have a recipe. I stole it from Pinterest, but, like, I use it all the time. If anybody cares, I will post 
my Alfredo recipe on Twitter and Facebook, just in case anyone's curious. Again, PSA, make your own Alfredo sauce. It's bomb. So I've consecutively made five or six meals that Madison has loved to redeem myself from that mac and cheese that she was really indifferent about. And that is the mac and cheese story. Don't know if anybody cared about that. I cared about telling you because I felt like we were gearing up to tell a really fun story and then I just stopped. And I was like, let's go into an outro. And now here we are, five minutes into an outro, and I'm just explaining to you why this mac and cheese story was necessary. So anyway... I hope you enjoyed escaping it. Well, I guess we didn't really escape, but I hope you enjoyed uh, listening to Kara and I talk about Kim Possible for about half an hour and then talk about lots of other things that we also enjoy for the rest of the time. Either way, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Uh, I will leave a link to Kara's Instagram in the description of this podcast so y'all can follow her if that is something that you're interested in. Uh, if Okay, I've done another episode where I had another guest, but the audio was so whack, I couldn't fix it. So I would like to have other guests on here, besides just Madison, because she, like she's convenient because she lives with me, but I know that she also likes being on here. But, like, if you would like to have other guests, let me know, because I have, I, I don't know, maybe three or four other people that would want to be on here. Either way, let me know if this is something that you enjoyed. <laughs> If this is your first episode of mine, thanks for checking it out. I try to cover a variety of animated shows, both new and old, so make sure to check out previous episodes to find your favorite show. And if you don't see it, keep checking back. I upload every Saturday with a new show to talk about. Also, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Kelby underscore cartoons. I've been live tweeting my reactions as I watch the shows that I cover. Uh, also, I'm going to put a disclaimer right here. After this episode goes up, there's going to be a bonus episode of Madison and I talking about undecided topic and then the week after that is going to be tentatively is going to be when I'm going to upload close enough but that is February 27th and season two of close enough drops on February 25th so fingers crossed that I can produce an entire episode on two seasons of show in less than two days but if not please be patient with me and give me grace because <laughs> It's very stressful to try to produce an episode in two days. So, I've done it before. I probably can do it, but I would like to not have to do it. So perhaps I will take an additional week and then post about Close Enough. And then I'm giving myself three weeks to finish Adventure Time. And I'm once again just like, when does it get good? Because I'm halfway through season two and so far nothing plot relevant has happened. They found the Enchiridion. That's it. That's all that's happened. Like, I know the overarching plot of the show but like so far not here for it i'm sure that will change it will get better all right also don't forget to follow me on facebook just search kelby's cartoon corner and please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts i'll be back next week for another animated world for us to escape into together until then happy saturday or whatever day it is whenever you're listening happy whatever <laughs> <laughs>